Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudit. Today is December 30th. The time is about 11.30. Today, Peace has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you have to show your face and let our team know you're a newcomer. Usha? Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, my name is Usha. I have two questions. One is... Um, I had my uh, H-1 approved in 2019 and the employer uh, revoked it uh, uh, in a couple of months time. And after that, I have been on H-4 EAD. So Mm -hmm. here now in 2021, I got my H-4 EAD approved and I started working. Mm -hmm. So my first question is, will my new employer be able to, you know, revoke that, uh, invoke the H-1, which I had uh, approved? Uh, had got it approved in 2019. I have my I-797A. So is that a possibility? So did you say that you want to move to H-1B or I didn't understand what's the purpose you're trying to do? Yeah, the, that's the second question. The purpose is uh, uh, earlier uh, through, I was an L-1, I uh, entered USA on L-1B and my uh, first employer had applied for my GC. Uh, so that... Uh, I-140 was approved and I have my priority date, which is 2014. So uh, my question is now, now if I'm on H-1, will the new employer be able to uh, you know, apply for my uh, perm again and can I get the same priority date? First of all, for you to apply for the perm, you don't have to be an H-1B. I'm not, now on H4, so... I know, you're on H4. On H4 EAD, the company can apply for the perm. Okay. And they can retain the priority date of 2014. Okay. And if you want to move to H1B, you can move to H1B also. No, so moving to H1B, the question is, can the 2019 uh, H1B be invoked? Or Absolutely. should a new H1 be applied? No, you, don't, you are not subject to lottery in your life now. Okay, so the old one can be uh, invoked again, right? I don't know. Old work invoking, the meaning is a little bit different. But to tell you that if a new company wants to file a H1B, do you have to go through the lottery system or can you file a, for, can you file a H1B without a lottery system? You are not subject to lottery system in your life. Okay. Why is that so, Rahul? Would you explain? Because you told me that in 2019, you were a, you were subject to a lottery and you got the H-1B mm-hmm. approval. Yes. You okay. already told me that you have an I-140 approval, which was dated to be in 2014. Mm-hmm. 
So since you're already counted toward the H1B, even if you have used the six years, since mm -hmm. you have an I-140 approval in your life, in your life, you don't need a H1B. Okay. So my current status is H4 EAD. You told me that three times. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what should I be asking my new employer? You, you should ask your new employer to file a perm application to retain the old priority date. And okay. once the priority date becomes current on H4 EAD, you can file the 485 application for you and your family members. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, Rahul, if you want it. to move to you, if you want to move to H1, you can, but you don't need to. Okay, I can still be on H4 EAD and get my uh, uh, priority date. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, and green card too. Okay. Next person, please. Okay, thank you so much. And I don't know why you are been waiting though, because priority date has been moving around and you're just waiting. Next person. Sayed. Hey uh, guys, uh, good afternoon. Uh, Good afternoon, Rahul. This is Sayed. I have a question regarding uh, my dependents. I, I filed uh, their H4 extension with my H1 extension package, but I got uh, RFE for H4 dependents stating your application lacked documentation establishing that you qualify for the benefit you are requesting. So in order to proceed your application, additional evidence is needed. Under that, it says removal proceeding number 13. So uh, I'm not sure, uh, do I need to, uh, my H1 got, my H1 extension got approved. So do I need to submit again all the documents uh, with, to the RFC? Some, or? Somewhere, somewhere it seems to be that the H4 and H1 got segregated though. It looks like. That's the reason why they don't have documentation of your H1B. Um, I normally have, if it's a small snake or a big snake, use a big stick. Make sure you provide all documents necessary to get the H4 approved. So do I need to submit uh, uh, submit I-139 application again with my response or just- I-139 I I-539, I-539, which one are we speaking about? 539, sorry. No, you already sorry, submitted I-539. It's an RFE. You submit your H1 approval, your pay steps. If you have an I-140 approval, you submit all those things. Okay. Marriage cool. certificate, if it's not been submitted. If it's submitted, also submit again. Okay. Submit okay. as submit. if that you are submitting a fresh H4 application without the I-539 application. Okay. And I have to look into the RFE, you know, to tell you what it is exactly. Next person, please. Thank you. Hassan Khan. Yeah, here, here I am. So I have a quick question that uh, my I-140 is approved. So I'm going for the 485 uh, now. So basically uh, my origin is from Pakistan and which is in current position. So my question is that if my employer like wanted to take more time to file the 485, in this situation, can I go independently do my 485 no. by myself? No. No. And no. The second thing is that my wife just got the H4 and she wanted to go for the EAD. So I can just go for the EAD or like yes. what? Well, ideally, I would like you to file a 485 application, definitely. Um, but yeah, she can file the H4 EAD also. She can so, file H4 EAD. 
So if the employer is not agreeing for the 485 as of now, like in the current situation, so I can just go for the EAD at this okay. time. Yes, you can. And uh, my third question is that I don't want it to go for the H1B stamping. So if he agree on the uh, five, I mean, if the if 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 the company delays, though, you may want to move out of the company. So if I've delayed, if he delayed, so I need to start the process again. So I already wait I for- I know, I know, but- That's a pain. Yeah, that's a pain. You, you have to pick a poison there, what you want to do on that. Yeah. So okay. the, my, my final question is that uh, I don't want it to go for the travel on the H-1B and go for the- stamping. No, you should not. You should not. I mean, there's no need. You're a Pakistani guy. You got an I-140 approval. You should file a 485 and get an advance parole. Yes, so I don't. You you not recommend me to go go travel on H one. No. Got it. No sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Gopal. Uh, hi Rahul Gar. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, hi sir. So I have quick two questions. My employer has filed I one forty as well as adjustment of status concurrently this April and under EB1C category. So, uh, and and based on your videos I've seen, and I contacted congressmen to see if they can help in inquiring the case. So I got a reply from them saying they provide details on the case and everything. So, so is it safe? So, yeah, you can safe, you can approach it, but they're not going to adjudicate your case just because you contact the congressman. It's a waste of time that what you're doing right now. Okay, okay. Because I-140 uh, will take its own sweet time right now. There is nothing you can do about it. Hello? Next person, please. Gopal, are you there? I can't hear you, Gopal. I can't hear you, Gopal. Gayatri, can you hear me? No. Yes, Rahul, I'm able to hear you, but not him. Let's go to the next caller then. Sure. Ra Hari? Uh, good morning, Rahul. Uh, this is Hari. And uh, I, my in um, my second company, my permit has been filed and uh, prevailing wages has been done with uh, developer applications. That is 151132. Uh, while doing the recruitment, uh, HR and attorney fees that uh, mine is like in, independent contributor role, manager role. So they wanted to change it to 1512.99.09, like IT project managers. So like, uh, does this affect my like permanent? Do we need to do everything from scratch or we can- Yeah, just... yeah, you have to do. Why can't you go with the one which you have right now, software developer? Uh, actually, they feel like uh, I'm not doing much of the development and- uh, uh, Even if the... you don't, even if you don't in future, you want to do the software development job. Yeah. Tell them and then stick with it. Don't waste the time though. Yeah, yeah, sure. Out. Because I don't care what position I am. I'm going to go do the development once I get the green card. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, if they do the prevailing wage again, then it's going to take one more year. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, next so, person, please. Uh, one yeah, more. Sorry, go ahead. We have like uh, we have received the H4 EAD approval notice. First time we, we got it as A18 for in, instead of C26. So later we got the approval notice correctly and the uh, uh, EAD card is also correctly. So that does this affect anything in future? No. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Imtiaz. 
Hi, Rahul. My question is around uh, H1 visa interview wa waiver uh, process. Uh, over here in uh, the travel.state uh, website, all we can see is that somebody who has never been uh, refused and uh, who has one stamping, they are eligible. So how can you find out more information? Can you shed some light on this, please? At this point of time, the system is not allowing people changing from F1 to H1 to get to the get to the appointment system with the Dropbox. But I'm expecting that probably in about 10 days or so, the system will allow to get to the Dropbox. Got it. Yep. That's all I had. Thank you. Next person, please. Kumar. Hello. Uh, Rahul Garu, thank you for yes. taking the call, sir. Um, yes. uh, here is a little background, sir. Um, uh, filed uh, I-485 last season uh, under EB3, about to refile uh, this season under EB2 now, okay? Mm -hmm. Received mm -hmm. the EAD APs. So mm -hmm. here is my question, sir. Uh, I am assuming it's going to again take about 6 to 12 months to receive the EAD APs, right, under mm -hmm. the EB2. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, what would be the next steps? Can we actually use the EADAPs from EB3 or uh, are we getting married to it? Or Yeah, you'll be getting married to it if you, um, if you <clears throat> would use it, you'll be getting married to it. Okay. So what you would suggest is uh, for the refilers, uh, potential refilers, uh, stick to the H1B until you get the adjustment. And yeah, until you get an EAD from the EB2, and then you make a decision which one, then you're fine. If you get two EADs, you're fine. You can use whichever you want to. You're fine. Then you'll be considered to have used either of it. Though. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So, so, so basically using it for travel or work authorization will get you married. That's right. Got it, sir. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. Kavita? Hi, uh, Rahul, my question was on the new rule for expedited processing for healthcare workers if the EAD mm -hmm. expires less than uh, 30 days. Mm -hmm. So I am working as an IT project manager for a large healthcare company, but as a contractor. So do I qualify for that expedite uh, request? You can try. Look into the seventh and eighth page of the attachment that they have given into. I don't think so. You fall into that, though. It says information technology and operational technology. In the healthcare? In the healthcare, yes. On you can page. try. You can and try. But, but, but I don't, I'm not an employee, but I work as a contractor. So uh, when I call uh, USCIS, do I just say I work as an IT project manager for this company? And, or should I, I mean, because if they you, ask, yeah. You have to say my project is there. If, you, if they ask who's your employer, then you have to tell the truth, nothing but the truth. Yes. Okay. Okay. And my next question was uh, for the 180-day auto extension, uh, my husband's uh, H1 is approved and uh, I heard that I can go to the CBP office to get my I-94. No, 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 not to the CBP. Not to CBP office. You have to go fly to Mexico and come back. Okay, in that case, my stamping is also expired. And two, my I-485 is also in progress. So, um, 
if your I four eight five is in progress, though, okay, yeah, uh, yes, that won't affect. That won't affect. Uh, and and uh, I'm going to give you a YouTube. I want you to watch this one, though. Okay. Yeah. To link uh, between five minutes and sixteen minutes. Uh, sixteen minutes. I want you to watch it. Um, you, if you go outside the country, we are getting a lot of H fours extended automatically, though. Um, there, but you don't walk into CBP office. You have to go fly to Mexico and have put all the rules there. Okay. Um, you, when you when you come back, you have to file for the advance parole again. That's a problem that you have. But all the green card process will go through smoothly. And your passport visa expires. That's okay. You can still go outside the country and you can still come back. As long as when when is your I ninety four expiring? Twenty seventh of January. Yeah, you can still go to Mexico and come back now. That's called automatic revalidation. That's the reason I'm telling you to go to Mexico, not to India. Okay. Okay. Uh, but why? There. But why Sorry. not see office? No, they don't have an authority to do that. You have to go outside the country and come back. Okay, so you CBP are office only. Only if there is a mistake or something like they have done it, they will correct it. If they are going to extend the I ninety four in CBP office, the USCIS is good for nothing. Then everybody will line up in the CBP office. Because I did hear few of my friends went to the CBP office and got extend extended I ninety four. I have not heard directly from a person though. But if you get it done, you let me know. I don't. So I don't. I don't believe in what your friends tell you. I don't believe it. If you tell me and then I see it, I believe it. Next person, please. Thank you, Deepti. Deepti. Any newcomers who haven't got a chance, you can let us know, guys. Venkat. Uh, hi sir, uh, myself Venkat. Uh, thanks for uh, having me. Uh, my question is: uh, so I recently got my H one, and uh, uh, I was working for uh, my vendor and uh, for my uh, uh, employer also. So both of them were running my payroll uh, before my H one, and my after my H one also. I when I filed the H one petition, I added my vendor details and my employer details also. So I got the RFP and we addressed that uh, RFP uh, issue during that tank uh, uh, during the uh, uh, processing. So my question here is that uh, after H1, can I run both the payrolls uh, since I had added the, my vendor details and my employee details also? Or uh, it will be any issues uh, uh, going forward? Wait, wait. You have two H1Bs, one with the vendor, one with their employers, right? No, only one H1 I have it. So then. So what you're telling is that there will be an additional job that you will be doing, two jobs you'll be doing, but employer will be the same. Employer is the same, but uh, the job is only one job. But I've been getting paid from both of them, uh, my vendor and my. How employer. would the vendor pay to you though? Uh, I'm running. I'm getting uh, both the payrolls running sir, currently. How the vendor doesn't have a H1B for you, is that right? I have added their name, but uh, the H one is in the name. Wait, wait, where did you add the name? Uh, the petition. No, he must have his own H one B petition to run a payroll for you. 
Yeah, he has his own petition, but uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Do you have two H1B approvals or one H1B approval? Only one H1B. Where is the petition filed by the by the vendor then? Uh, I mean, uh, when I was working in uh, EAD, I had both employees uh, registered with uh, with with. Uh, okay, what visa EAD. you are in right now? I'm in H1B. Oh, you can have, and you have only H1B with one company. Yeah, yeah, one company. You cannot have two payrolls running if you are working for one company. You are doing unlawful activity in this country. You need to you need to contact a lawyer immediately. Okay, what are the options available, sir, for this one? You need to contact the lawyer immediately. Next person, please. Okay. Salman. Hey, um, thank you for giving me a chance to ask my question. My question is regarding my parents. They are on green cards. They are finishing the five years in April. Um, but the question, uh, my question is in March, 2020, they went to India for a short trip, but they couldn't return to USA within six months because of the lockdown. But um, as soon as the lockdown or the uh, flights started on, my mom fell down in the bathroom and she had a femur fracture and she couldn't, she was bedridden for about four months. So they were total out of the country for like 10 months. Now, since they are finishing five years of their uh, green card, um, are they eligible to apply? They, for are, they are eligible to apply for the green card or citizenship, but you need to be very careful though to document that they are reciting all these things and there will be questions asked at the interview why she has been there. Get the medical records, the, the uh, you know, that the Modi government has canceled the flights, the, mm -hmm. the information that is there. Mm -hmm. And uh, did they file the income tax returns from past five years? Uh, no, but, but they have been uh, getting the insurance for the last two years from that's the federal program. That's not the question program. I asked. No. That's not no. the question I asked, though. You no. need to, every green card holder need to file the income tax return. If their income is zero, they need to file the zero as income there. Um, so, so there are a lot of evidence that you need to collect it and keep it together. When mm -hmm. they ask a question, they should be able to provide it. You need to, you can go to this chartered accountant, CPA right now and mm -hmm. have them file. If their income is zero, they can file zero as their income. So we have to file retrospective all the five that years? That is right. That is right. Um, and then okay. you have to maintain the residency record. I would recommend to go through a law firm with, uh, rather than doing by yourself. Actually, that and, was my next question. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend Sunita Kapoor for it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you her uh, Let me write down the number. No, and, uh, I'll give it to you. Okay. Sunita Kapoor. Mm -hmm. uh, and Sunita is spelled as S-A-N-S-U-N-I-T-A-K-A-P-O-O-R.com. Okay? Mm -hmm. Next At person. gmail.com? No, dot com. Website. Okay, dot, give you the, okay, website. okay, okay. Okay, thank you. Deepti? Hi, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm on H4E, uh, H4 visa and uh, I was in India until last month and my husband's H1 extension uh, has happened when I was in India. So I don't have the 797 form on my name now. Um, but right now I want to go to India. My husband is planning to go to India. So I, I want to accompany him and uh, go for stamping. Um, can I use his 797 for uh, the stamping? 
so let me understand one thing when is your i94 expiring right now uh, august 2022 okay so you want to go but your husband's h1b is extended until what time 2024 so you want to use your husband's h1b approval to get the h4 stamping until 2024 correct yeah absolutely you can do so no problem none you don't need any h4 approval to get a h4 until 2024 Okay, and I have my EAD also. It's also going to be expired on August twenty-two. Uh, can I do the same thing? Ah, uh, yes. Once, but you can't file a EAD in the consulate. Once you come back, you can file a EAD, or you can file an extension right now itself. But when you file an extension, you have to file a H four plus EAD extension. Then go to India, get the stamping, and come back for H four. Okay, is that okay? Uh, it's not considered abandoned because I'm out of India uh, during the. Good period. question. If you are doing a change of status application, you are considered to abandon your change of status application if you leave the. We're in good shape. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, go ahead. Next caller, please is. Pradeep. Hey, this is Pradeep here. Uh, this is regarding H four EAD. Uh, so I'm planning to go to Mexico uh, and come back. Uh, right now, my H four has been filed. My wife's H four. Um, I haven't filed the H four EAD. I thought I'll uh, go to the broader, come back, and then file for H four EAD. I mean, what's the reason why you didn't file the H four EAD? No, no, just now. No, I got my approval just now. Right. So okay. Okay. So my company so does is, not file the H four. When is the EAD expiring? Uh, March thirty first, two thousand twenty two. So you want to go outside the country, come back, and since her H one will be extended, after she comes back, you will file the EAD application. Yeah, and then she definitely, if that happens, if her I ninety four is extended, though, definitely, okay. if I ninety four is extended, she is eligible to work for one hundred and eighty days. After the March of two thousand twenty-two, right. Uh, so, is there any anything uh, needs to be done for the auto uh, extension of the H four EAD? Nothing. Nothing need to be done. Okay, nothing needs to be done. No. Right. And the one, current one, you need to have the EAD receipt notice. The second yeah. is that the I ninety four should be there. Okay, Valid the I-94. new the new I ninety four. Okay, got yes, it. Uh, there is no impact in the current H four for uh, any reason, right? No, right. you don't need that H four, but even it, it doesn't matter what happens to them. Okay, so your suggestion is to fly. That is the best option rather That's than right. border, right? That is exactly right. Okay, but there is no issue in going to the border. Mostly, they might not extend. That's what. That's you're absolutely right. At right. the most, they might not issue it. Uh, you know, but they may give it till March thirty first. But absolutely, right. at right. the most, you spend say seven hundred, eight hundred dollars for the margarita, which you could grab for twenty dollars. That's all. Okay, thank you. So, so there is no um, not, not having the visa is not a problem both in the border by road as well as. I would not recommend going in the road because a lot of people who went in the road, right? Uh, they are telling negative news to me. Okay, okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Got it. I'll take the last caller today, guys. And Nada? there will not be any conference tomorrow, guys. It will be only Monday. Hi Rahul. Nada, go ahead. 
Yes, yeah, I appreciate your help on all this. Yeah, I have a question about my wife. I think it's also the H4AD, but I want to give you some background. So last year, we kind of downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and filed our advanced parole, EAD, green card, everything. Till now, we have not got our uh, advanced parole or the, this thing, EAD. So my company... Thanks Texas Service Center. Yeah, so, so it's going on. So my thing, employer also wanted to extend only if I don't, get uh, the h4 so 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 the green card EAD. so mm -hmm. yeah so last uh, i think last well, i think last two weeks back they applied like uh, this thing for me h1 and for my wife h4 and h4 ead and when now, is the i94 expiring it is expiring on january 28th and i got my this thing h1 approval two days back through premium but our H4 and h4 ead is still pending because it's just been two weeks since it was filed so because of this 180 day rule, is there anything she can do to have our authorization for employment extended? Do the same thing what the other guy is doing, go to Mexico, have a margarita and come back. So she has to fly to Mexico, uh, but she doesn't have an approved uh, this thing H4, is that okay? Th that's exactly why they are flying for. Oh, okay. So, but so she- you, But she needs to come back way before her I-94 expires though. Oh, okay. So she needs to only carry my approved like H1, you mean to say? Yes. Okay. And if she does that, what happens to her gray? So are like this thing, uh, okay, like I think green card, this thing EAD application or that advanced parole green, application. Advanced parole may be denied, but EAD will be approved. Will be approved. Okay, sir. And they will give extension for how long, Rahul, if she is going to and, do this? Until your expiration of the H-1B, it's not guaranteed. It's only 80% chance that they'll give it. 20%, they may only give until January of 2022. Ah, okay. And will they give a new, like, like thing, a H-4 form to her there, or they'll just give the stamp? They'll just give the, they will not give the stamp. They'll just give the I-94. Oh, they'll just give. Okay, okay, Raul. I think that was my question. Yeah, wish you a happy new year. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank the next you. conference call will be in. Uh, next year, January 2nd. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.